Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. Good. I'm a little bit tired. We're recording a little later than usual, so my old man body, we'll see if we can we can push through the pain, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, not just time-wise, but also like day of the week-wise, too. That That's true. I didn't even think about the day. You know, I'm the most fresh on Monday, but today is Tuesday, and oh my God. <laughs> I guess I'm good for one day, Mike. That's about it. Yeah, it's just, if you miss that record day, then it's just, what are we doing with ourselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's been nice. It was nice weather on the weekend, Mike. That was really good. Yeah, it was nice weather on the weekend and it worked out well for us because mm-hmm. part of the reason, well, 100% of the reason why we were not able to record on our normal day is because I was at my in-laws for about a week, like just shy of a week, it turned out, Yeah, because we were selling our house. And I guess I'll get into that part in a second, but it, where we were, it wasn't super nice. Like there was the one day we had a really nice day outside. But the rest of the time, we kind of every time we took William outside, it got really cold. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember what the actual temperature was, but I remember it being pretty good. But I guess you're more you're more exposed out there. Yeah, like country living, right? A lot of a lot of wind, which yeah, was yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, we were out there for for five six days. We came back. We left on Wednesday and came back on Tuesday, and. Holy shit, was it a roller coaster of a week, let me tell you. Uh, well, do tell, Mike. We might as well just jump right in. Sure, you know? let's not. Let's, I, let's I, not. I suspect that this episode is not going to follow any particular format just based on how everything's going. Yeah, well, so, okay, so we, we the plan always was is we were going to sell, not sell, but put, well, I guess sell, but we were going to put our house up for sale and viewings over the Easter weekend. And the idea was, is that, you know, like, hey, people are going to have the time because nobody's supposed to be visiting people so that they can come look at the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, things didn't go exactly according to plan. We were supposed to leave Thursday night to go or it was either Thursday night or Friday morning. We were going to go to Laura's parents just to to make sure like everything because because the house was going up for sale on Thursday and then it was open for showings on Friday. Right. So we were going to leave either Friday morning or Thursday night. We ended up leaving Wednesday afternoon. Mm -hmm. As you do. As you do. Yeah. Which is neither (laughs) of those days. Neither of those days. And basically what it boiled down to is we we were here and we were getting things ready. And then our realtor called us up and said, hey, look, the person who's been staging your house, because if you remember, we talked last week about we were staging our house to make it look like it would good for different you know, people's lifestyles and hopefully it would sell for more because based on that fact, our stager was unable to come to the house on Thursday to do last minute cleaning. So we had to, she asked if we could be out Wednesday night instead, just to make sure that, you know, nobody was making the house dirty on Thursday. We said, okay, that's fine. We can leave Wednesday night instead. And then we got a call because they were also doing the photography on the Wednesday and they said, hey, the photographer is very COVID conscious. She will not go in the house if you're still in it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We'll go for lunch. And then we'll pick up William from daycare on our way to go to Laura's parents' house. And, and that will be our evening. At about quarter to 11, we get a phone call. And it's daycare. There's a COVID case in William's class. They're shutting down. You need to come get him. 
Nice. And it was like, awesome. What does that mean? Like, uh, who has the case? Is it another kid? These kids have been sucking faces. I told you that story where all the kids can't (laughs) stop kissing each other. I mean, either way, they're all in a very enclosed area together all the time. Yeah, exactly. So this is not this bodes well that, you know, oh, surprise. Not only do do, does our kid possibly have COVID, but now maybe our entire house staff, like the people who've been putting this this showing together for the last freaking week, because we've had people in painting. We had people in staging, moving furniture. It was like, oh, great. This is going to be fantastic and then of course we also have this photographer coming who is very covid conscious but the laura goes she gets william and we're like you know what we'll just leave now we'll get our stuff and we'll be out the door before the the photographer shows up to take pictures of the house photographer shows up at noon we were out the door at noon right like so in in the manner of an hour and 15 minutes or so we got william from daycare packed all our shit and left as you can imagine it was fun trying to figure out what to bring and what not to bring, and some things got left behind, and it was there was some very foolish things that got left behind. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the most foolish thing, Mike, that got left behind? I would honestly, the thing I would say that's the most foolish we got left behind is we have two baby monitors for William. One is a video one, and one is an audio only one. And at night, we only keep the audio one on because the way the video one is, is it doesn't do audio only. Like if it's, if you want to hear it, you need to have it on screen and everything. Yeah, that can be pretty distracting. Yeah, exactly. So we grab that one and only that one. And then, (laughs) you know, it's like, Oh, let's go to bed. Oh, we can't, we can't turn the light off because we have to monitor William. So every night we had this blue light in the corner of the room always <laughs> on. So I'd say that was probably the biggest mistake was if we could have done anything differently, we would have done that. But also we might have grabbed some more things to entertain William because we didn't bring any toys whatsoever. Oh, outside, no. <laughs> outside of outside of his stuffies that he sleeps with. Right. Turned out it was lucky. That he actually had some stuffed animals that we left at grandma and grandpa's because we were like, we don't really have anywhere to, to keep stuff like our, our storage units full up. And her dad was here to fix something anyway. And he's like, well, we can take some stuff with us. He took a bag full of stuffed animals. So that was at least something, right? Mm-hmm. The first night, Laura had to go to the local Rexall or shoppers or whatever. She buys him Play-Doh and she buys him a big crayon book and, and a you know, big coloring book. So that was that was a smart idea. That's how we coped. With the, the lack of, of that, it was too cold most of the time to go outside. So we didn't get to, we were like, oh yeah, he'll just play outside the whole time. We couldn't go outside half the time because it was too cold. So that, that, uh, that sucked. But we did find out, we did find out something that William does like. And it is, William now has a video game that he likes to play. A video game? Like an yes. actual, like... An honest to goodness, real video oh, game. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so one of the things that got packed at the absolute last minute was the PS5. Mm-hmm. I had intentions to leave the PS5 here and set up and all nice and everything. And literally at the last minute, Laura's like, well, do you want to leave that here? And I was like, well, I was planning on it. And she's like, well, maybe you should bring it with you just in case. And then I was just like, maybe, maybe, shit, maybe I should. Shit, I should get it. And, and so, <laughs> so the PS5 got packed and the PS5 got brought along. So we actually, just to see, you know, like what the hell we could do to make, you know, William entertain, I threw on Astro's Playroom, the pack-in game that comes on the PS5 with the little robot that does this little jumping around. Very cute little robot. William loved it. 
Oh really? I did yeah. he did you let him like play with the controller and stuff or did he just he was just really interested in watching? Yes, he loved it. He was playing it with the controller, but he he wasn't the greatest at the game. Well, as sure. You can imagine. <laughs> there were there were only a few parts of the game that he really liked. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> I need a drink. Well, you sure you don't have covid there, Mike? We'll get to that. <laughs> anyway, so the first thing the game does when you start it up from a brand new game, it gives you a demo of the brand new controller and all of its new features. So the the heightened vibration, the motion sensing, the vi- the, the touchpad, and the microphone. So you, you get this controller demo where all this stuff happens. William loves the controller demo. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he, he keeps backing up to the vibration one and it like shakes and he's like, like as it shakes uh, okay, okay. the whole time. And then there is the touch one, and he doesn't care for the touch one. He tries to skip the touch one, which surprises me because the touch one you like draw on it, and he's like, "I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to draw. I want to. I want to. I want it to shake and, and make noises and such." There's another part as well where you it's the triggers, so you pull the triggers down, and it does like the resistance. Right. Well, when it does that, it shoots fireworks at the bottom of the controller on the screen, and he loved that too. So then it does the the motion sensing, the motion controls. And how it shows it is the touchpad flips up and on the on the screen, the touchpad flips up and it fills with little robots. And then the touchpad flips down and you shake the controller and you can feel in real life, you can feel what's supposed to be the robots moving around inside the controller. Mm-hmm. William then tries to pry the touchpad off because he thinks he can open it up and get all the little robots out of it. <laughs> Is that that's when Daddy panics? And like yeah, that's like, no, 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 across no, no. the room. That's, yeah. That doesn't yeah. happen. That doesn't happen. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, he did not manage to pry it up. But we we get into the game, like we actually get into the game proper. And I take him to the first level, which is a beach level. And he sees a ball on the screen, and he's like, "Ball!" And I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, that's a beach ball." And he's like, "Beach ball!" And I'm like, "Yeah, beach ball." And then I start walking away and he's like, more beach ball. Okay. And I go back to the beach ball and he's like, beach ball. Like, yep. Beach ball. And then I start leaving and he's like, more beach ball. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep going back to this beach ball and he's just like, he loved this beach ball. Like literally the whole weekend, he would every so often be like beach ball. And I'd have to like fire the game up and bring out this beach ball. Right, right, and, right. And then also one of the things that you can do in the game as well is there's a little frog costume that you hop into and you jump around in the frog costume. He loved the frog costume. And and what you did was you we push the triggers and that's like a spring and then when you let go the the frog bounces. Right. So he loved that. But it was so funny because every time cuz Laura did the same thing. Laura actually decided, you know what, we're here, I'm not doing anything. She decided to platinum the game. Like she she'd never played it before. She played through the entire thing and platinum it in one day. But Anytime any of us got to the frog costume part, William would just take the controller from you. Just be like, froggy. Like, he'd just take it. But <laughs> wow. I shouldn't even say froggy because he doesn't say froggy. It, it, William, I think I've mentioned this before, is he, if he doesn't know what sound the animal makes, he will say its name. But if he knows the sound, he calls it by the sound. Okay. So, yeah, so, sure. so, a, so a frog is ribbit. Okay, I mean, that makes sense, though. Yeah, so yeah. he sees the frog, and he's like, ribbit, and he takes the controller from you. But he, like, 
snatches it from you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it was so funny because he's just like I think I've mentioned before that he he doesn't call himself William or me. He says babies, right? So he was like babies, and he like grabs the controller from you. So yeah, so he he was very possessive of the controller. But yeah, he, that's that's really the only part of the game he really likes. Like I tried to show him other parts. I was like, look at this, and he's like beach ball. I'm like all right, let's go back to the beach ball. Right. We actually we actually went out. Well, we didn't go out, but Laura's parents went out, and they went to a home hardware, I think, and they bought a beach ball, like this enormous beach ball, mm-hmm. and they gave it to him, and he's like. TV beach ball. We're like, no, buddy. He's a real beach ball right in front of you. <laughs> Play with that instead. Yeah, so that was one thing that was really interesting was to see him like play with that. But there was some problems while we we were there. Like, you know, the, the William doesn't sleep anywhere else. Like it's he's had naps at my parents' house and he's had naps at Laura's parents' house, but he's never slept overnight anywhere else. And the first night William started freaking out so much that night like just screaming that we actually had to go in there and like hold his hand and like pat his back until he would fall asleep so was was he in a different room than you guys he wasn't like in the same room you were in yeah he was in laura's sister's old room we okay. were in laura's old room at her parents house because her parents have lived in the same house for like 50 years or sure yeah, yeah i think that's a bit of an exaggeration but you know what i mean <laughs> they've been at that they bought that house and they've lived at that house for since, a while for yeah, a while yeah. as least as long as laura and her sister have been alive mm-hmm. so so we were in laura's old room and, and he was in laura's sister's old room which was really funny because laura's sister's room is basically exactly like, they turned laura's room after she moved out into a guest room they left laura's sister's room exactly how it was right so like laura's sister's room is a time capsule and there's like photos of her and her friends on the wall and stuff and i mean you've met laura's sister you know that they look very similar like Mm -hmm. they're literally people who have stopped them on the street and asked them if they're twins to which laura replies oh and her sister's like ew because her sister is eight years younger than laura right of course but william looks at this photo of her sister on the wall and was like mummies and it was like no that's not mummy that's that's auntie alicia and he's like oh and he looks over and on the wall is a poster for the band Paramore. And oh, wow. She, she posts, she, he, he points at the guitar player who is a dude with a beard and long hair and goes, Daddy. And I'm like, no, I'm not the guitarist <laughs> of Paramore. <laughs> this is a past, Mike, that I was not aware you had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so William was in this other room and, and the first night he did not have a good night. And then the second day, uh, he is the same thing. He had a bad nap and I had to stay in there. And and it was funny because it was like Indiana Jones. Like, you know, when he swaps the statue, I had Mm -hmm. to do that because he wouldn't let go of my hand. So I had to like swap my hand with a stuffed animal and be like, you know, which one is going to be the one that is the most hand like, you know? Right. And and so I managed to swap it and get out of there. And then the next night, that night, Laura went in there with him and he was like mama stay mama stay and she slept the night in the same bed as him and she's like that was the worst sleep i've ever had in my life it was like worse than the time i slept on his floor when he was sick yeah. <laughs> like, so and, what was he's sleeping in like a twin bed or something yeah it was like a twin yeah. bed nice and so they slept in that bed and then the next time he was ready to go to bed he was like no stay mama stay and she's like no I refuse. Mm-hmm. You will go to bed on your own or that's it. 
And, yeah. And that was it for the rest of the weekend. He was fine <laughs> from that point on. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was fun. And also Hudson, we brought Hudson with us. And the first day and a half, Hudson was so scared. Like he, he hid under the Laura's parents' bed and did not come out or like to even need to eat or anything the first day and a half. He just mm-hmm. stayed under the bed. He eventually came around and, and we were like, great. He, he, he came around just in time for us to bring him home and, <laughs> and then be scared again. But, but he was, he was fine. And when we, when we came home, he was, he was fine. But yeah, so we, we got a call from daycare. They said that there was a, a, a case in his class. They accidentally told us who it was because they're not supposed to tell you. Right. Basically, Laura was talking to the, the daycare owner when she was picking up William. And the owner was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, and if so-and-so had it or someone else, like just straight up <laughs> said who it was. So we were like, it okay, works. well, yeah. But the thing that it was is when we found that out, we we're like, that's actually good because we knew that person was away. Like we, when William came back, because if you recall a couple of weeks ago, William was sick and he was home for a week. Well, when he went back, the person whose name got dropped was not there. They were not in class because they were away sick. Right. So there was no overlap with William. So we were like, okay, well, maybe we got really lucky here. And, and I mean, there's no, there's a chance that, it, you know, it could have passed to another kid mm-hmm. and maybe to him. But like, we were like, okay, this is, this is better odds. Yeah. At least. It wasn't quite that first degree contact sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we were all kind of like, okay, well, well, we better go get tested because William, you know, he, saw the kids at his daycare and he saw his grandparents and he saw his other grandparents in the last few days. And we actually, it was, is Laura's dad was like, well, I'm going to go see your sister today. And we're like, we just told you that we might have COVID. Like, <laughs> shouldn't you stay here? And he's like, well, I got to do their, their tile. And we're like, okay, that can't, that can't wait, but I guess it couldn't. But uh, we went and we went to Branford because uh, a friend suggested that we go to Branford because it was better for tiny tots to get the test there. Because as you recall, this is William's sixth COVID test. And this one is the one where they swab the side of the mouth instead of going in through the nose. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, we ended up all being negative, which was good. But yeah, William's daycare is completely closed until the 19th. It is a full-blown outbreak at his, his daycare. They've had something in the area of six cases at the daycare so yeah it's closed for for it's three weeks i think they said it's closed for and uh it's gonna be a long time before i have any peace at work (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) Uh, yeah that's funny wow that's uh well you guys definitely dodged a bullet i would say yeah definitely i think we got really lucky everyone else was happy to know because like i mean my parents they canceled their they were going to see my grandmother for easter and they they were like okay well now we can't because well i mean that's just it It it's funny because when you were messaging me kind of telling me oh you were leaving early and stuff and it's like william's class had a a covid thing and i'm like and you're going to laura's parents (laughs) what are you guys doing yeah but i mean i know you're kind of stuck and everything but uh yeah but as it turned out the whole reason we went for it, it happened. We we showed our house over the weekend, and as luck would have it, we went into lockdown the day our house hit the market. Nice. So we didn't quite get the interest that we were hoping. Like we were expecting a lot more viewings than were booked. Mm-hmm. I don't know the final total, but I 
don't believe it was many more than 10, if it was even 10. And that was the whole weekend. Like we, we basically gave them four days to show the house and 10 showings across four days. Right, you know? right. But uh, it worked out. It worked out for the best because uh, we had a couple offers and we, we made our choices and yep, sold our house. Well, that's good, Mike. That's very exciting. So, so do you have, um, is it a long close? Like are you kind of closing at the same time you're buying your new house or is there a lot of overlap or no overlap? Or? There is some overlap, thankfully. Nice. I mean, we kind of planned overlap yeah. because the new house, we want to paint and we want to change the floor. Like the carpeting is bad in the upstairs. So we, we are going to, we're going to do some renos before we move in. So the new house, we take possession on the 20th of May. Mm-hmm. And then the old house, we lose possession on June 6th. So we have a couple oh, of yeah, weeks. Two weeks, basically. Done. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to do all those renos and stuff when there's no furniture in the way. And all exactly, that exactly. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's very exciting, Mike. I'm mm-hmm, glad that it's mm-hmm. sold for you. Yeah. So it was a very eventful week for us, as you can no <laughs> doubt imagine. <laughs> what did you uh, think of the styling that your your stager did? Because we look at the pictures and we really liked the basement, but that living room, like where your old dining room was, it was like, not sure about this one. <laughs> yeah. It, there was some there was some interesting choices. Yeah. Like um, the the dining room, like I, I get why they did it. To well, show of course. Yeah. yeah. But like it was not for us like if trying to function with William in that dining room for the two days that we've had to actually because they still we still have that furniture like sure yeah I think there's I hope anyway that they're coming back tomorrow to bring our old furniture back and then take their furniture but yeah like just even two days with having William in the, that setup has been like this is a nightmare we cannot have him sitting like this in right the US. yeah like this is not the kind of table this is not the kind of chairs that kind of stuff. He, he's been trying to stand on everything. He's trying to climb under everything. The cat is using everything as a scratching post. I'm like, stop it. These all have to go back. What are you doing? <laughs> so, but yeah, there, there were some entertaining choices made in the basement. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite is they had us take the stand with the record player on it from the dining room. Cause we had a dining room, like we had this record player in the dining room and we, you know, we would listen to music while we ate and stuff like that. Well, they, they had us bring it downstairs and put it in the play area. Mm-hmm. Well, where it is, there are no outlets there. That thing is just there. Like it, oh. it, it is not functional <laughs> right. in, its, in that position. Like I thought that that was really funny that they're like, yeah, put it here. And I'm like, well, that's a lie. You know, like that doesn't work like that. <laughs> well, you could have put a little, a little stand up. There's no plug behind this cabinet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, there was. It's been interesting because, like, now the fun thing is now that we're back. It's like, where is everything? Where do they put our stuff? You know, like, like right. it, it, I was trying to find. Laura asked me. We 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 when we got home today, we both decided very early. We're like, we're ordering out because neither of us are in any condition to to make dinner tonight. We're both right, exhausted and tired and, and like sore. So we're like, forget it. Like we, we also, we have to work today too after everything else. Cause that was the other thing too, is we stayed an extra night because we were supposed to come back last night and do the record as per usual. And then our offers were in that night. And because of that, we ended up coming back this morning instead of last night. So it was a mad dash this morning, getting up early, getting here and then being here in time to work. So it was just, we're, we're exhausted. So we yeah. ordered him. And then at Laura's like, can you go get napkins? And I'm like, yep. And then I get up and I'm like, oh, we're out of napkins. I'll go downstairs and get more napkins. Where the f*** 
Go the napkins. <laughs> like, and and Laura's like, what? What's what's taking so long? And I'm like, I have no idea where they've moved these. <laughs> like, right, they're, yeah. they're just gone. So it took me like five minutes to find them, and eventually I found them. But right. But there's it's been a few things like that. Like Laura's like, uh, today, we're, we're, me trying to work with William. She's like, you know what? We're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull the nuclear option. Let's get some blippy on so you get some work done. And we were like, where are our tablets? Because we don't know where they've been. <laughs> and and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I saw them in a closet. <laughs> and so we had to look and hope they were there still. Right, right. So, yeah, lots of fun stuff like that. Boy, man, they really moved everything, didn't they? Yeah. Like it's it's the only thing the only what's actually I was gonna say the only thing that didn't move was the TV, but that's not true because they moved it and didn't like it and moved it back. Oh, so, okay. So okay. it did move, even though it looks like it's in the same spot. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think back to when we sold our house. I I know they we didn't really add much furniture and stuff. It was mostly just take out some of the excess. That was about it. But yeah, I don't think they like moved around our tablets or anything like that. Yeah, no, it was, it was the, the office was the one that didn't change the most. And I think that's because we needed the setup for work. And yeah, no, of course. Yeah. That's the whole work from home life now, right? Yup. Yup. But that was my week. How was yours? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's very exciting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, we, uh, we finally, I, I'm, Finally had our first COVID scare with Ben. It wasn't quite as direct as as your guys' most recent one, but Ben, obviously, he goes to, or maybe not obviously, I don't know if we've ever discussed it, but he goes to a home daycare, you know, so somebody's at-home thing, and one of her kids had a outbreak in his classroom. So we figured, well, Ben spends enough time around that kid that, you know, if he had brought it home, he's you know, Ben might have it as well. So we did our, our COVID test as well. And, you know, the friend who told you about Brantford was Tiffany. So yes, it was. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil that story. Yeah. So anyway, apparently she read it on like the um, the local moms group saying that, yeah, this is the one that they'll do it nice for kids. And we went and Ben didn't particularly enjoy it. The nice thing about it is we gave him a lollipop right after and all the tears just went away immediately. But when we recapped the story later at night, he was like, you know, I, Ben and I kind of do a rundown of our day and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, then you got, you know, the your test or whatever. You went to the doctor, got your test. And he's like, yeah. And then I cried. And it's like, oh, <laughs> 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 so bad. But uh, yeah, so we ended up we were going to have an Easter thing, too. And we ended up canceling it and just sort of isolated at home for a couple of days until we got the results, which were, you know, negative, fortunately. But uh, yeah, that was the first test. I think Tiff has had one. Ben's now had one and I've had none. So I might dodge this whole thing, Mike. I might avoid the brain tickle. Hey, man, I got I got pretty long period before my my second one. I didn't think I was going to get a second one. And here I am. So you never know. Your time may come. No, that's right. Well, it was funny. When we went there. It was like, we probably should have booked one for ourselves just in case. But it was just like, well, I mean, if Ben's got it, we're just assuming we also have it kind of thing. But you just sort of book it in the moment. You don't really think logically, I guess. But. Anyway, it was funny. And uh, as a little side story to that, we obviously was in Brantford, which is about 20 minutes away from our house. And he was eating cheesies before he got in. Not, not real, like 
you know, not real cheesies, the kid version. Right. And he had one bite and he just held this one cheesy the entire time <laughs> in the car. <laughs> just like, you know, just looking around, watching the highway and everything like that, holding that same cheesy. It's like, are you not hungry, buddy? Like, what's, what's, what's up with that cheesy? Is it like your new pal or what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But anyway, yes, that was funny. And it was funny that you mentioned that William refers to himself as baby because we were at the park, you know, kind of, I think it was pre-COVID, all the pre-COVID scares stuff. And Ben was playing with some other kid. And I don't know, they were going down the slide and chasing each other around and whatnot. And uh, then Ben comes up to me and he's like, I was playing with that baby. And then, you know, goes away and it comes back and I helped that people over there. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure that baby is like a year older than you. <laughs> it's like, you got to ask what his name is. You know, they all have names and everything like that. He, you know, we have a, we have a very defined bedtime routine, obviously. I don't know if you've seen Ben's bed. He is loaded it with stuffed animals. All of his stuffed animals are always there. And as we're kind of getting ready for baby, which is, you know, a mere four weeks away, we've kind of been cleaning all the rooms and getting it all ready. So, you know, hopefully, you know, things are nice for when the baby arrives. So we took most of the stuffed animals out of the bed, except for kind of the core four that he plays with the most. And oftentimes, you know, the core four end up in the living room or in the dining room and he brings them with them. And I kind of jokingly refer to them as the boys, you know, oh, you got the boys with you, you brought your boys and everything. So he goes up to his bedroom that the first time after all the guys had been removed. And then he kind of like looks around and he looks at me and goes, Daddy, I need my boys. But <laughs> 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 it's just, it was just so funny how he, yeah, you know, yep, referred yep. to him as the boys, like rather than my stuffed animals or my stuffies or whatever kids call it. So that was pretty funny. And then the other funny story we have is he somehow discovered the word butthole. <laughs> so you know we'll be you know he goes on the potty like he goes by himself and he has to poop and like you know when he's done pooping we tell him to come over and we're like okay we're gonna you know clean your butt and we're doing it and he's like oh daddy be careful of my butthole you know <laughs> it's like what where did you learn this word from <laughs> so we've had a whole bunch of things like be careful of my butthole oh i hurt my like <laughs> fell and hurt my butthole and all that kind of stuff and one day he got he was like really panicked he's like oh my 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 whole butt my whole butt has hurt it's like okay well you know I guess that's the kid life for you, but uh, that's funny. Anyway, yeah, no, our life has been uh, substantially less exciting than yours this week, Mike. But uh, mm-hmm. I figured, you know, no better way than to spice it up by saying "butthole" a whole bunch of times. Of course, I guess. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, it is wonderful, is it not, Ryan? The experience of a child, right? Like they say the darndest things. I think they should make a TV show about how, the things that children say. Yeah, that would be great. It should be hosted by a beloved comedian who turns out to be creepy later. <laughs> Don't you think that's that's a good idea for that a show? That sounds good. But then they can have like a million remakes of the show, you know, ones that don't involve him. But Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Is is William deep into the terrible twos and stuff now too? Depends on what's going on. Yeah. Like today, today I actually had to yell at him because he he hit me with a book. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, we were doing the whole like he was he wanted me to read him a book and I was reading it to him. And then I got a work text on like I got a Slack message mm-hmm. and we were done reading the book. And he's like, please, please, because he wants me to read it again. And I'm like, OK, I'll read it. Like, just give me one second. I just got to 
I got to write back so-and-so. Yeah. And I'm typing, I'm typing. And he's like, more, more, more. And he hit me with the book. Like he jammed it down on my hand. Right. And I was like, hey, you hurt daddy. You know, like, <laughs> she's like you better say you're sorry. And he's yeah. like, sorry. And I'm like, do you Son mean it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. You got you don't hit people. And then what was it? Laura, Laura gave him a snap tonight because he, oh, there was the stager put paintings on the wall next to the chair that William likes to sit in of okay. the stager chairs. And he basically just reaches up and there's it's three paintings together and they're all held on one nail. So he pulls the one and he pulls it forward and lets go and it slaps back into the other one and then that backs it into the next one. Right. So yeah. he's got this like chain reaction of these these pictures. So he does it once and Laura's like, Hey, that's not yours, don't do it. And he's just like, do 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 and he does it again. And she's like, What did I just tell you? I told you not to touch that. And he's just like looking at her and she's like if you do that again, you're finished dinner. Like we're we're not you don't get to eat any more dinner. And he's just like Yeah. And we're like, what? And he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they so. just test boundaries, don't they? My God. Like Ben does the same thing. He'll uh, you know, you'll you'll tell him, Oh, stop doing that. Or today he was throwing a soccer ball up in the air and like hitting the lamp and that kind of thing in his bedroom. And it's just like, you better stop it. You know, if you don't stop it, we're going to take the ball out of the room and you're not going to get to play with the ball. Like you can kick it. You can bounce it. You can do whatever you want. Just can't throw it. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, it's the same thing. He throws it once. And it's like, what did we just say? It's like, no, he's going to do it again. So we took it away. And then he's like, but why would you take it away? And it's like, listen <laughs> here, you dumb idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah, we told you, you jackass. <laughs> Let me tell you. But yeah, I always have to remind myself, like, he is still a kid. He doesn't quite understand, like we're really trying to do the you know get on his level and not just say no like mm-hmm. just do you know explain that listen you can't do this but if you you know make good choices make bad choices that kind of thing but my god sometimes it's easier said than done yeah yeah i i think the biggest annoying thing about william's 2 year oldness at this moment is that he's so independent mm-hmm. that he will purposely inconvenience himself to do it himself right yeah like a perfect example is when we were getting ready to leave his grandparents today he was carrying he was carrying the boys he was carrying the stuff he's his favorites which is blue bear and bat those are the three remember if he knows what sound it makes it's the sound but if he doesn't then it's so blue bear Ooh, ah, and bat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was with the three of them and he was trying to push the door open because he needed to push the door open himself. And he dropped blue bear and bat. And I'm like, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Like, you got to be careful. I'll, I'll get those for you. And so I picked them up and I handed them to him. And he's like, babies, babies, which is code for I want to do it myself. Sure. Yeah. So I, I'd already handed them to him. So he threw them back on the ground and then got them <laughs> himself. Like, like they were in the dirt. I was trying to keep them clean. Yeah, he was like, no, course. back in the dirt. I will get them. Yeah. And, and he's like that with a lot of stuff. Like if, if he, he needs to turn on the light. And if you turn on the light, you better turn that fucking light off so he can turn it back on. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Ben is, Ben is the same way. He'll let us do 
<laughs> it's this weird thing to say. He'll let us do things certain like, at certain times, like the light and everything. Yeah. But for the most part, we try to let him do a lot of the stuff by himself so he can like build the skills and all that type of thing. But he's at the point now where he is actively playing by himself, which for Ben, I mean, I don't know what Williams was doing, but for Ben, that's very new. Usually he like wants us to be part of it. And, you know, if he has a, a toy, he gets us a toy and it's like, here you go. You're going to come play with me and everything like that. But now we can actually comfortably cook dinner and he'll be in the other room playing with his tractors or his forklift or whatever, you know, the toy of the day happens to be, which is kind of fun. You know, it, it's, it's good. It's kind of this weird break. And it's like in a whole month, we're going to uh, lose this again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back yeah. about doting over a child. But it is nice to see that. We don't have to fear for his life every minute anymore. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. We're, we're happy to let him go and do some playing by himself. And Has it gotten to the point for you where you're letting him play and you're just sitting there, you know, reading a book or enjoying your phone or something along those lines. And then it gets too quiet. And you're like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> and you have to go investigate. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely happened. But usually, most of the time, he's just, you know, just, just playing. He's just playing real quiet, which is nice. He's definitely yelled at us for being on our phones. And, you know, I, I don't want to think I'm on the phone all the time. Although my iPhone little like, this is your daily usage says otherwise. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, there's times when he's playing and he really wants you to play and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just finishing this work thing or whatever. And he just yells at me and goes, Daddy, no phone, no phone, put phone away, like that kind of thing. And it's like, oh, I feel pretty bad right now, <laughs> you know, so I, I always put it away. But uh. William's the opposite in if he sees me on my phone, like he, if he sees me on my phone, he doesn't care. But if my phone is making noise, then he needs to know what's happening. Oh, okay. so like if I watch a Snapchat or something like that. He's like, no, 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 no. I must watch the Snapchat. And then I must watch it on repeat for 40 course, minutes. Yeah. And and I'm just at that point like, oh, maybe I am on my phone too much. If, <laughs> if he needs to be at it this much too. I'm like, oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah, Ben has almost no interest in the phone, which is shocking to me. The only thing he likes to do is if he knows we're making a video of him, then he'll demand he wants to see the video right after. But aside from that, yeah, we could, you know, be playing, I don't know, Candy Crush or some little game that has beeps and boops and whatnot. And he doesn't care less. I was playing computer games the other day and he woke up from his nap and came downstairs to get me. And, you know, I was like, oh, is this cool? It's like, it's kind of cool. Now come with me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> let me let me turn it off for you, sir. You know, we'll get back to work. The one thing that's funny is William has actually found there's this game, it's on Snapchat. Because Snapchat has games now. Okay. And one of them is called Aero Duel. And what happens is it's an AR game mm-hmm. where you have a bow and arrow and there's a little animal. It's depending on which player you are, your character is either a rabbit or a fox. And they're wearing little pieces of armor. And the point is, is you shoot suction cup arrows at targets on each other. Okay. And the first to 10 wins. Like you're basically knocking all of the armor off of the other person. And William has seen us play this game enough that he knows that once I've finished what I'm doing, he goes, mama's turn. And then goes to her to watch her take her turn. And then when it's done, she goes dad's turn and comes back <laughs> like he knows yeah. and it, 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 i think it's funny because it attracted his attention so much because basically like the guys are trying to get you to miss them so they're like they're like Bleh. 
bleh, like they're they're sticking their tongue out mm-hmm. at you and dancing around. And and that's how he first started calling the game. He kept calling it like we would play it and then our turn would be over and he'd be like more uh more uh because he right, wanted us right. to, to put the game back on and then it, it he realized that we're doing it one at a time and so he's figured out that we have turns so yeah so he's mommy's turn daddy's turn on this this game and we play this game a lot because i always beat laura and she cannot lose she she She's too competitive and must must come back and defeat me. And so every time I win the game, uh, there's inevitably a new challenge in the next few minutes. A rematch. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> How is... Uh, I mean, this is... I think this is just turning out to be a kid episode at this point in time. It really but, is at this point in time. Yeah. Like, we're so deep into it. How is William with not sharing necessarily, but making sure you're involved with things? Because like, like I was saying, Ben is very much... He loves freezies right now. That's the, the treat of choice. So he'll demand a freezy, but then he'll take one for himself and he'll take one for either me or Tiff, whoever the one happens to be down there, right? He's He makes sure that you are included in whatever the thing is that he's doing. You know, if he's playing tractors, here's your tractor, daddy. Here's my tractor. Here's your car. Here's my car. That kind of thing. Is, is William sort of the same or, you know, I guess it depends on the situation. It depends on the situation. Like mm-hmm. we over the weekend when we were doing the the stuff with his grandparents, there was a mm-hmm. lot of moments of like, oh, I have Play-Doh. Here is Play-Doh for you. You know, right. We're, we're coloring. We're, you color that page. I'll color this page. And you always knew who colored what page because one of the pages was very outside of the lines right grandpa (laughs) (laughs) no but but yeah like he he does include you in in a lot of the things i i would i I guess he he doesn't like to share the controller when the frog is there (laughs) (laughs) sure yeah yeah um but he does he tends to include you the most part he likes to do a lot of group activities like he williams one of williams favorite things is is being read to and like He's gotten to the point now where he will sit and read by himself. Like he'll take his favorite books and go through them, like just flip through the pages. Like obviously he's not reading the books. He sure, know. yeah. He can't read the words, but I know he knows the pictures enough that I think he knows what the story of whatever it is is. But it, you know, he a lot of the, uh, one of the main things he likes to do is is be read to. And that was a thing that happened today when I'm like, daddy just needs to get some work done. And he's like, no, you will read this train book to me five times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. I had uh, I had one other thing I was going to ask, but now I've forgotten what it is. Oh, oh, you know what it is. There, ben is really good with sharing in general, but we've found, you know, when him and Henry get together, they share and they play and, you know, there might be the odd disagreement over whose truck it is or whatever. But what really seems to trigger Ben is if it's his toy and Henry goes, you know, mine, my toy or something right, like that. Right, right. So he could just straight up take it and Ben would be fine with it. But when he declares that this is his, oh, my God, Mike, <laughs> it's like <laughs> war was declared. You know, I, I think Ben literally thinks that, you know, Henry is saying that, oh, this is Henry's toy. And Ben gets all upset because it's actually his. And yeah, what a what a nightmare that is. And then he gets really huffy and he does his little scorched earth thing where no one gets the toy and, and whatever. Right, right. And we had involves in a lot of tears following up. For the most part, he's pretty good with that kind of stuff. I think William's pretty good with that kind of thing. It's hard to say. Like he doesn't have hasn't had a lot of chances to see his cousins. Mm-hmm. And especially now, like 
for the most part, most of his cousin interactions were when he was a lot younger. So like when it came to sharing toys, his cousins would just be like, I like this toy. And then they'd leave and William would be like, well, now I will play with this toy. Well, and he was young enough. He wouldn't care. He didn't care. Right. So it's, he hasn't really been possessive really, but we'll see how things go. Cause obviously the, one of the main reasons that we're moving is to be closer to his cousins. Mm -hmm. So the hope is, is that they'll see each other a lot more soon. And and we'll see if that comes to pass. I mean, obviously his cousins are a lot older. One is five and one's four. Mm-hmm. And he's uh and, and William is is going to be turning three soon. So well not soon, but this year, right? Yeah. So there's an, enough of an age difference that it, it's unlike Henry and, and Ben, who are like days apart, you yeah. know. It, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I, I, I'm hoping it's not like, well, we just do everything that Finch says because Finch is the oldest, you know? Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like this is probably going to be the case. There's probably. always the leader, right? There always is the leader. Yeah. Because I, I know at Ben's daycare, her kids are, I want to say the oldest is eight, mm-hmm. might be seven. And yeah, like the seven is the king, you know, seven-year-old is the king and they all do what the seven-year-old says and, yeah, but it, it's good. It's nice that they get to play with some older kids now and then. That's I feel really bad for a lot of the kids who were maybe coming of age when all this COVID stuff happened. You know, when they turned one, like our boys did. You know, I think they were what a month and a half, or I sorry, a year and a half old when the first COVID wave hit. Yeah, you know, and that's like the prime socializing time, and you know, it's got to it's it's got to be tough that they don't get the opportunity to talk to other kids and. I, I might wonder, because I, I, I mean, I know that once William finally started going into daycare, his speech got way better and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. My thought is that, is it older, is it older kids who are going to have the problems, you know, like this is, and I don't mean like, you know, like teenagers or anything like that, but like, you know, the kids who would just be starting kindergarten, like my cousin, like the cousins, you know, mm-hmm. would, would they be having more problems? Because I, I mean they would just be starting school and then now they're not, you know, something like that. Like, is that going to screw them up? Like I I've heard that on, I was, I was listening to the radio one morning and they were basically talking about how like, Oh yeah, like this is going to be a really bad time for kids, uh, you know, that for, especially around certain ages. So it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it all plays out and how, yeah. I mean like there's kids in my neighborhood, like, there's like a 13 year old kid who's like a ringleader of like these kids and he's made some terrible, like I feel bad for the guy who's moving into town because into my, into my house because <laughs> we're leaving him with a real terror in the neighborhood. Like right. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. Do you use the, the next door app at all for your, your area? No. Do you know what it is? Yeah. I think you've described it on this show before. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's basically like a Facebook, but it's only for the people who live in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And unlike everything else, you have to use your real name. Like you can't be, you know, an anime profile picture or anything like that. So it's a social network for your neighborhood. And we're at Laura's parents' house and like there's these kids in our neighborhood and we've seen them before and we call them the shitty kids because they're shitty kids. Mm -hmm. And they all live in like, this is all terrible to say, but they all live in like the assisted housing complex that's, you know, not too far from, not too far from here. You know, it's, it's the... It's, it's kids. It's, it's kids who have likely had to raise themselves for a good portion of the day every day. Very, yeah. very much so. And like, as time has gone on, these shitty kids have gotten shittier and right. shittier. And 
There's a, a woman who posts on the app and she runs like one of those little neighborhood libraries where mm-hmm. it's basically like, hey, everybody, you leave your books here if you don't want to use them and people will read them and they'll take new books and drop off old books and, and things like that. Well, they like wrecked it and she made a post about how it wrecked. They, it got wrecked. And I guess because she made a post about how it got wrecked, they started targeting her. Oh, and and like it's been escalating to the point where they're lighting fires on people's houses now. Like they they leaving they, if you know those little flyer bags, the ad bags. Oh get, yes, yeah, yeah. If you have one of those on your porch, they will light it on fire. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a little wild. Yeah, so we're at Laura's parents, and it's like, hey, those shitty kids, like this is being posted on the app. It's like, hey, those shitty kids in your neighborhood, they're lighting fires on people's houses. And I'm like, should we go home? <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> should we be there in case the shitty kids light our house on Yeah, fire? yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yes, no, our house was not burned down. As you can see, I'm still mm-hmm. in it. It is relatively unburnt. Yeah. And apparently the police know who these kids are and are basically just waiting for them to strike like idiots. And then they're going to swoop in and take them away. Right. So it's crazy that one of Laura's friends is actually a guard at a juvenile facility. And she's like, yeah, these kids like, you know, they're smart kids, but you know, they, they make dumb decisions. And basically one day, they're going to do something that's either going to get them killed or put in here. And, you know, like, and those, and she's like, these kids that you're describing in your neighborhood, I will be seeing them soon or they will be dead. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, They'll go, they'll go too far one way or the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like she'll be seeing them soon because (laughs) they're lighting fires on people's (laughs) porches. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's brutal, Mike. Yeah. Happy to be moving to a safer neighborhood. Yeah. You know what I forgot to talk about, Mike? Easter. Oh, did you, did you guys do an Easter egg hunt? We did one. Well, we, we did two where we just basically put all the stuff back in the eggs and did it again. Right. But second year in a row, man, Ben loved it. Huge fan of the Easter egg stuff. And now he opens the eggs. It was really funny because obviously he watches me do everything. So to open the eggs now, he taps them on the table first and then pops them open just like a regular hard boil or not hard boil, like a regular egg, which was really cute. And he got a forklift toy that he's absolutely obsessed with, Mike. He wants to sleep with this thing and everything. But <laughs> it's like, you know, the, the forks on the forklift, they're quite sharp. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to be careful. I'm not going to let you sleep with this. It has to go get parked in the garage first and it'll sleep in your room, but not in your bed with you. Yeah. You know? If you sleep in the bed, it'll poke you in the butthole. Well, all I can see it. is I, I, I'm, I'm sure William's probably the same as occasionally Ben will sit up and then. Just like slam himself back on the ground and all it's going to take is that oh, stupid yep. forklift to be right there. Yep, and yep, yep. Yeah, don't want that. Don't want that. But yeah, he he's a he's a big fan of Easter and a big fan of chocolate, Mike, for sure. Shocking. A child yeah. is a fan yeah, of chocolate. Yeah, who would have thought, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, we didn't just forget to talk about Easter. We forgot about Easter. <laughs> no, isn't this two years in a row you forgot about Easter? Didn't you guys forget about some holiday last year too? <sighs> I don't know if we forgot about. It. I can't remember, or maybe just chose not to. Uh, to do yeah, anything. I I feel like we did something. I swear I got chocolate from Tiff last year. I swear for Easter and though, for Easter, and like I remember having a bunny and everything. But this year, no, we completely forgot, and we were right. like, "Oh right, it's Easter. Maybe we should have gotten him something." 
well, we are planning on going to the supermarket to get food for while we're here at your parents. Let's get something then. Yes, let's. And then we were sitting in the car in the parking lot. And we're like, we didn't get anything for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you forgot twice. Nice. nice. So apparently grandma and grandpa, not, not the grandma and grandpa we were staying at because they didn't get anything because they were like, well, you're vegan. Why would we have bought you chocolate? Yeah. Uh, apparently, my parents bought some stuff, so I, we'll we'll see it's them at some point. Oh, that's uh, good. And and grab it then. I'm not sure when we'll be able to see them. I think they can come here because the restrictions uh, that are placed on William because of the breakout at his at his daycare. It's really dumb. Would you like to know how dumb? The restrictions are with William. I would love to know because Mike, all of this stupid lockdown stuff. I am I am pro lockdown, but not pro whatever the hell this lockdown is. Yeah. So so William, we basically got like a public health notice okay. from the government that was like, your kid can't come back. And, and the public health notice thing is like, if you get a public health notice, that's like you need to stay home. Like it's serious. You need to do whatever you need to do. Yeah. So William is barred from leaving our house until the 19th of April. Well, you already broke that that rule. Well, Mike. well yeah, but we didn't, <laughs> we, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We didn't get that notification until we were already at William's oh. grandparents. So in theory, we shouldn't have left. William's I was going to say, this would be a great opportunity to leave William there for you know how many days is night two weeks yeah <laughs> little mommy daddy time yeah yeah but but as it turns out we can still go somewhere so yeah william he's got to stay home he can't go anywhere but but mommy and me the people who spend all day every day with him we can go wherever the hell we want yeah isn't that dumb isn't that so dumb and even better william has a negative covid result and still he is barred from going anywhere so do you know what the logic is behind that? Is that he's negative now, but it might have been too early sort of deal or I, I honestly with him, I don't know. I assume it could be like, well, he could get symptoms later. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That's what makes the most sense to me. But the reason that we can go and do whatever and he has to stay home is because so we can work. Right. Because of, of course, it's so that we can work because, you know, everybody can everyone's expendable except no it's so dumb i I mean and i know we have a lot of listeners kind of all over north america and 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 wherever but here in ontario ontario canada it is just a it's just a a shit show and a a whole you know bunch of paradoxes and oxymoron like there's no there's so many logical fallacies in place like it's baffling you know mike you can't have more than five people in your backyard but you can go to Costco where you can have up to 1500 people in the store. That's okay. You know, and, and like the schools and stuff, apparently the schools are fortresses and no COVID cases could possibly exist there. Mike, did you know, Mike, that if a kid in the class comes down with COVID for whatever reason, goes home to his family of three other kids, that's one case. That's not four cases. That's one case. Because it's not community or it's not school spread, it's community spread at that point in time. And it's just I don't I don't get it. I, I really genuinely don't understand how we're how we're making these decisions. And I don't mean we, I mean our our government and everything like that. None of it makes sense. There's so many holes and loopholes and all this crap. Like we have our we're in the gray zone or super secret top, you know, 
triple black diamond gray zone, whatever it is now. And it's the same as the one we've been in the last six months, you know, but this one's emergency break or, or whatever catchphrase of the week happens to be like, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like it really doesn't. And, and you know, the, the number one thing on our, our level is work from home wherever possible. Well, how many companies do you think are doing that, Mike? Virtually none, you know, <laughs> unless they were already working from home. That's not going to encourage them to work from home further. You know, my company is a great example. We're still going in every day. We got the email the same day that the announcement was made. It's like, we expect to see you here on Monday. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. I don't I don't understand. And I think the biggest problem is, is that it it contributes to the lockdown fatigue. Because we've been in lockdown, quote unquote, lockdown for so long that people assume lockdown doesn't work. And it's like, well, we're not in lockdown. We're in this weird sort of restriction, you know, hell that's not actually doing anything. And when people, you know, when those actual stay at home order comes, everybody gets all upset about it because, oh, another lockdown, even though, you know, this one's a real one. We've only had one real lockdown, Mike. And it was when this first COVID thing actually hit back in March. Like that was the only actual lockdown we've had. And would you believe it? It actually worked, right? Yeah, there's a lot of dumb things. And also with the the vaccines, the rollout, especially downtown where I live, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know if you saw that news story about like the the center that had something like the vicinity, something in the vicinity of only 13% of their thousand shots available for the day were being taken. Like they're they're rolling it out to seniors and that's important seniors need it my grandmother Mm -hmm. has got her shot my dad has his first shot yeah you know like i get it these people need to be protected but if you have you know another 87 percent of your shots to give away in a given day why not give them to frontline workers you know like people who work in grocery stores uh, school teachers like I get why I don't need to be vaccinated. I sell books. Who gives a <laughs> shit? You know? Like, yeah, that's right. You you are you are comfortably squirreled away at home and everything is fine for you. But yeah, like these kids who are the cashiers or, or the school teachers, I totally agree. Or or the actual nurses and doctors at the hospitals, why are they not front of the line? You know, mm-hmm. again, I understand that the 80-year-olds and 70-year-olds and whatever are the most at risk but it doesn't mean the other people aren't at risk too they're just at risk just a little bit less you know yeah and and the thing that i was reading today was they're like oh yeah well because because people are pointing it out they're like look at this look at these examples of thousands of shots not getting used because there's not enough people that fit the criteria to use them why Mm -hmm. don't you open it up and they're like oh well we'll do that but like a month from now like yeah, why do it, do it now? Yeah, <laughs> why not do now? have them in the fridge? You know, the other thing I hate, Mike, is that all these the the double shots, like the ones that require shot one and shot two, because I know they don't all require that. It was supposed to be what three weeks between the two of them, maybe four, mm-hmm. and then our governments just decided, nah, we're just going to do four months in between it. I'm sure it'll still be fine, you know. Yeah, my dad told me he got his first shot. About a week, week and a half ago, and he told me that he's not getting his next shot until my birthday in July. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> like, isn't that crazy? Like my parents both got theirs because my grandmother, who is in like a retirement village thing, they all got it, which is great because they're all like ninety years old, 
And then my parents got it because they're the direct caretakers. So that's how they're the, that facility was handling things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were originally scheduled, I think, for three weeks out. And then they got a call saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be four months now. It's just like why? Why are we? Why are we dicking around with this? You know, like to just give them the second one. You know, and it's not just because it's my parents. It could be your parents. It could be anybody. It's, it was all tested with this three or four week gap. Why are we playing around with this? You know, I really don't understand. My grandmother. I was speaking. I was talking to her on the phone today because she actually remembered Easter and sent William a nice Easter card full of stickers that he used in one go. <laughs> I was calling her to thank her for the card. And she told me that today was supposed to be her second shot. He got, she got her first shot about a month ago and, and she was supposed to originally have her second shot today. And they called her and were like, yeah, f- four months, four months. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know how we, how one government can bungle it up so badly. And my favorite thing today, I don't know if you were watching the news today, Mike, that the premier and Stephen Leachy, who's what head of education or something like that, They've gone on TV multiple times saying schools are safe, schools are safe. There's like no cases in schools and whatever. Meanwhile, two of our biggest regions have shut down their schools because of all the cases that are happening right Mm -hmm. now. My favorite part about that was during the speech, there was a spot on the ticker that said like Ford says schools are safe. And then underneath it on the bottom ticker that's other stories was like, entire Toronto school board shut down. (laughs) (laughs) Which which is the biggest school board in Canada. Like it's amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm just baffled. I'm just absolutely baffled why they keep kind of dragging this out. I've had this discussion with people at work who I'm not going to say are COVID deniers, but they're definitely like it's not a big deal or that's kind Mm -hmm. of the, the, Mm -hmm. the perspective they've taken. And even they're saying like why why are we not doing the full lockdown right now? You know, just get it over with, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Is it not better just to pull off the Band-Aid real quick rather than like drag it out for a goddamn year at this point, you know, and just piss everybody off? Like just shut her down so we can all enjoy our summer, you know? I get that small businesses are suffering, but I would say if you ask the small business, would you rather be closed for a month or would you rather do whatever the hell it is we've been doing for 12 months? They'd pick the month, you know. Don't you think, Mike? Yeah. I feel like you're you're correct here. Yeah. Uh, this is not go. This episode, like we talked about topics that we were going to talk about on the show that were like nerdy topics, like E3 coming back and Xbox recommitting to the backwards compatibility <laughs> stuff after the last two <laughs> weeks. Save of it ranking. to next week. Yeah. But yeah, screw it. Like, we're, we're, done. we're done. I think we, t- we we spent a good episode talking about a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And, and f- for an episode where it's mostly stories about our children, I'm going to have to go back and edit out a lot of F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> mostly for the last quarter <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe so you wanted maybe you so. wanted a rant last week mike here's your here's your the goddamn rant. rant yeah here's give me on those rant. political topics or society <laughs> topics i'll rant for you well before we go another hour yeah. i think that will do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, Castbox, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT nerds, FT dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever until next week. I am Mike and I'm Chris. We'll talk to you again soon. 
was losing my voice right at the end there. There's that cough again, Mike. <laughs> Call the police. 